welcome to EDC's Week in Review, your August 25th edition. A woman's body was found late Sunday afternoon near Rattlesnake Bar on Folsom Lake. The body was spotted by someone recreating in the area who called 911. The sheriff's office is investigating the death and has classified the body as a Jane Doe pending examination. Biden vacations in Tahoe. President Joe Biden and his family vacationed at Lake Tahoe this week after vacationing at his beach home in Delaware. Biden, First Lady Jill Biden, son Hunter, and other family members arrived Friday at a home owned by billionaire and former presidential candidate Tom Steyer. Due to mounting pressure, Biden took six hours out of his vacation on Monday to visit the disaster zone in Maui. Upon Biden's return to his Lake Tahoe vacation, Representative Kevin Kiley offered to meet the president to tour the still-devastated town of Grizzly Flat. This comes after Kiley sent a letter urging Biden to fulfill his promise of federal aid for residents who lost homes in the 2021 Caldor Fire. Despite pledging support after surveying damage two years ago, Biden's major disaster declaration neglected to include FEMA assistance for Grizzly Flat victims. With many elderly and low-income residents impacted, Kylie insists seeing the ongoing struggles firsthand is the least Biden could do after breaking his promise. Kylie aims to hold the president accountable while victims continue living in RVs over a year later. Arrest made in brutal sexual assault case. The sheriff's office is investigating a sexual assault that occurred in Cool on August 14th. A female victim reported being severely beaten, held against her will, and sexually assaulted. Detectives arrested Joshua Slaughter and believe he may be connected to other assaults. Anyone with information should contact Detective Driscoll. Rope swing claims life at Folsom Lake. A 23-year-old woman was killed and an 18-year-old man was injured in separate falls from an illegal rope swing at Folsom Lake this month. Catherine Hoyt fell nearly 30 feet onto rocks on August 12th and later died at the hospital. Earlier on August 1st, the unidentified man fell and was knocked unconscious in the same area. Officials removed the rope swing multiple times and even had to cut down the tree branch. Pollock Pines woman, first tourist identified as Maui wildfire fatality. Teresa Cook, 72 of Pollock Pines, has been identified as one of the victims of the deadly Hawaii wildfire this month. Cook went missing after leaving her Maui hotel on August 11th. Her daughter's extensive search efforts tragically ended when Cook's body was recovered. Maui police have confirmed over 100 deaths and 1,000 plus missing so far. Caldor Fire suspects pre-trial pushed to October. The two men accused of starting the destructive Caldor Fire, David Scott Smith and his son Travis Shane Smith, have had their pre-trial rescheduled to October 6th. The father and son face multiple arson charges that could be enhanced due to the extent of damage and injuries from the 2021 wildfire that burned over 200,000 acres. Both pleaded not guilty at their arraignment last December and are currently out on bail. First human West Nile case near Placerville. Health officials announced the first human case of West Nile virus this year near Placerville. The infected person is recovering, though officials say most people with West Nile don't show symptoms. If symptoms do occur, they may include high fever, severe headache, fatigue, and or stiff neck lasting weeks. This comes after the county's first bird case weeks prior. There have been 26 human cases in 12 California counties this year. Fires in the county this week. On Friday, a mower striking a rock ignited a 6.4 acre vegetation fire north of Placerville. Firefighters contained it without evacuations or structure damage. Separately on Tuesday, a home near Lotus was engulfed in flames, destroyed, and the fire spread to surrounding brush. No injuries were reported as crews contained the blaze. The cause of the house fire remains under investigation. Family sues district over racial bullying. 
A local family has filed a federal civil lawsuit against Eldorado Union High School District, alleging deliberate indifference to racial and sexual orientation harassment. The biracial student claims she suffered attacks and bullying that caused vision loss, headaches, and difficulty concentrating. The family says despite repeated complaints, the district failed to protect her. They moved to avoid further harassment since filing the lawsuit, which is now in arbitration. The district disputes the allegations and says it's committed to equal opportunities, but the family seeks accountability, policy changes, and a formal apology. New CAO addresses Chamber New County Chief Administrative Officer Tiffany Schmid recently addressed the Chamber of Commerce. In her role overseeing county operations, $600 million budget, and advising the board, she highlighted conflicting state mandates as a key challenge. Schmid recommended small business investments for economic growth over large development projects. With struggling districts requesting annexation, she aims to improve coordination as CAO. Though unable to guarantee transparency from other officials, Schmid vowed an open-door policy and public budgets. She assumed the CAO role in July after former CAO Don Ashton's retirement. State-of-the-art fire training center opens. The Eldorado Hills Fire Department's new $12.5 million training center is now ready to provide firefighters critical hands-on experience. The facility includes realistic residential structures with multiple floors and rooms to simulate real-world emergency scenarios. After years of planning, Eldorado Hills firefighters can now train for any situation in lifelike conditions close to home. Former Sheriff honored at building dedication. Former County Sheriff John Diagostini was honored on Saturday at the dedication ceremony for the Sheriff John Diagostini Public Safety Facility. Diagostini spearheaded the $68 million project during his 12 years as sheriff, calling it a community effort. His leadership and commitment to the headquarters project and public safety were praised by current Sheriff Jeff Lykoff, Diagostini's wife, and the former supervisor Brian Verkamp. Grant funds inclusive rec program in Cameron Park. The Cameron Park CSD is launching new recreational program focused on socialization for people with disabilities thanks to the nearly $100,000 state grant. The goal is to integrate special needs individuals and include neurodiverse residents. New offerings include monthly pop-ups, social skills classes for kids and teens, adapted equipment, and staff training on serving people with disabilities. This has been EDC's Week in Review, your August 25th edition. Thank you for tuning in.